0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1TN5 for Thursday, February 10th, I'm Aaron Matus. The Toledo AD search is down to three finalists per the Toledo Blades' Kyle Rowland. They are Austin PAD, Gerald Harrison, Washington State Deputy AD and COO Brian Blair, and Purdue Senior Associate AD for Strategic Initiatives and Chief Revenue Officer Tom Moreland. A selection is expected to be announced next week. Arkansas AD Hunter Juracek inks a contract extension that would keep him in Fayetteville through 2027. The deal will bump Juracek's annual salary from $850,000 to 1.25 million with an additional $175,000 per year in possible incentives. The SEC announces revenue of $777.8 million for fiscal year 21. And the distribution, excluding bowl revenue retained by schools for bowl expenses, averaged slightly over 54.6 million per school up from 45.5 million the year before. The Athletics' Nicole Auerbach notes, the distribution does not include the one-time supplement of roughly $23 million the league provided to each school in 2021 to help mitigate the financial impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Meanwhile, USA Today's Steve Berkowitz reports the SEC's new federal tax records show total revenue of $833 million and that Commissioner Greg Sankey's compensation was just under $3 million for the 2020 calendar year. Florida's revenue fell by $36 million from 175 in fiscal year 20 to 139 million during fiscal year 21. The revenue loss is primarily attributable to a $22 million decline in ticket sales and reduction of booster contributions by $37 million from the previous year for the Orlando Sentinel's Edgar Thompson, who also notes football generated $26.1 million in ticket revenues and close to $1 million in concessions, programs, and novelties in 2019. Donors contributed more than $32.4 million to football. The Gators also received $8.1 million in capital gifts during fiscal year 21. Extra Points Matt Brown recently reported that Conference USA reached out to North Dakota State about potential membership, and the Bison immediately said no. Infirm's Mike McFeely says the report piqued his interest because he has asked Bison AD Matt Larson numerous times if NDSU has been contacted by FBS leagues, including Conference USA, and each time Larson has said no, including after Brown's reporting. McFeely says, this is one of those odd situations in which I don't doubt either party. Matt Brown likely had one of his sources, somebody from Conference USA, or a school in Conference USA, or a third party that deals with Conference USA, like a search firm or another school, tell him NDSU was contacted. I have no reason to doubt Matt Larson's veracity in telling me multiple times that Conference USA has not contacted NDSU. He knows that if it happened, it's going to get out eventually in today's media world. As an aside, semantics sometimes play a role in the reporting of these stories, just like they do with coaching searches. Regardless, McFeely believes the point is moot because NDSU, he contends, would rather play the long game and stay in the Missouri Valley Football Conference and Summit League and wait for a potential invitation to the Mountain West, which might never come, instead of accepting or pursuing an invite to Conference USA or the MAC. There will be no changes to the NCAA's previously approved testosterone threshold for transgender women to compete at the 2022 Women's Swimming and Diving Championships based on a recommendation made by the Administrative Subcommittee of the Committee on Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports to the NCAA Board of Governors meanwhile sports illustrated's julie kleegman reports that more than 300 current and former ncaa team usa and international swimmers and divers signed an open letter to the ncaa voicing their support of penn women's swimming student athlete leah thomas the letter reads in part with this letter we express our support for leah thomas and all transgender college athletes who deserve to be able to participate in safe and welcoming athletic environments we urge you to not allow political pressure to compromise the safety and well-being of college athletes everywhere. The letter goes on to demand that the NCAA not adopt USA Swimming's policy mid-season, establish clear and consistent guidelines for eligibility policies, which should be communicated well before a season starts, and include trans and non-binary athletes in the policy development process. The NCAA did not immediately respond to Sports Illustrated's request for comment on the letter. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the evening standard of your D1 TN5 for Thursday, February 10th. Thanks for listening. We'll update again in the morning.